Welcome to This Creative Life Radio. I'm Felicity O'Connor. Creative women all over the world are unblocking and recovering their creative journey while they rewrite the rules for creative success. Join me as I explore the lives of people engaged in successful creative work and unlock helpful tips that leave you inspired and ready to create. Well, welcome back, lovely listeners, to From uh, This Creative Life and From the Easel. I'm Felicity O'Connor, and I'm very pleased to introduce yet another gorgeous art activator artist, Corinne Morrison. And Corinne, um, she's been a member of Art Activators for a little while now, which is my VIP program where I'm mentoring some beautiful emerging female artists into the world, loving them, nurturing them, giving them everything I can (laughs) to bring about their greatest success and to be part of the Her Story exhibition, which is coming up in Belmain City, opening on the 27th of November, closing on the 10th of December. We've got an opening night on December 1st, uh, which is a Friday, and Corinne's going to be there, so you can come and meet her along with the other artists on that evening. Corinne Morrison, welcome to uh, the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Very exciting. It's, it's very exciting to have you on the podcast, isn't it? And yes. Yeah. I mean, you're you're sort of. Um, I, I feel like you're someone that's made this huge kind of jump into like, wow, I am going to do this thing. I'm going to be this artist, and I'm going to make it all work. Um, tell us about where your journey as an artist started. Like, like take us right back to the very beginning. Sure. Oh, look, how cliche. I was just that kid at high school that never wanted to turn up to maths. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I had this mutual relationship with my maths teachers. We just hated each other. So I had this key to this art room and I was just, look, I, I do come from a really good upbringing where my parents have honestly just supported me the whole way through with my art. Um, I said right from the word go that all I wanted to do was art and I have done just that. So um, I went from high school, really supportive art teachers, um, got me into the extension program at National Art School when I was in year 10. Um, And so I did that extension course and just had the most amazing time at National Art School. Um, And automatically knew that that's where I wanted to go to uni. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, enrolled in that. And in actual fact, my enrolment form and everything actually got lost uh, in the mail. So I didn't hear back. And amongst all the stress, we called backwards and forwards. And anyway, it all got sorted and I was in and I was happy. And um, I was the first one there and last one to leave every day and I just devoured the whole thing and if I could go back and do the National Art School Bachelor all over again, I totally would. So Wow, that's a bit that's a big rap for them. So tell, tell oh, us about for sure. what, what Yeah, that's awesome. Tell us about um, who were your teachers and what did you major in then? I majored in photography in actual fact, which was probably my only regret. Um, for the reason that when I went to NAS, I told myself I was going to NAS to learn to paint. And when I got there, I was your typical fresh out of high school and I just got terrified. I, got, I looked at everyone around me who some of them had already exhibited before. Some of them were mature age and had come back after doing various TAFE degrees. So there was all these people that were just incredible painters already. 
-hmm. and his little old me that was just really energetic and hungry to learn. And I was like, oh, um, okay, I've already got to be good at this. So I got scared out, which was really the worst thing that I did for myself while I was there. So I went and did photography because that's what I knew. Um, and turns out that while doing photography, I made my photography practice pretty much into painting to the point where I was, you know, creating my own paper and, you know, doing everything by hand in the dark room. And I, you know, everyone else in my class was doing digital and I just refused, flat out <laughs> refused, had to get my hands dirty and all of that sort of stuff. Anyway, um, come third year, it was pretty... I was pretty positive that I, after leaving NASA, I was going to do painting. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I was just really lucky that I had certain teachers at uni, um, particularly my drawing teacher, um, who I ended up being stuck with for the best possible reason for the whole three years. Um, she was my worst enemy in the first year and just one of those teachers that you think I have no idea what I'm doing in this class she mm -hmm. got us to do the most outrageous things and at the time I thought they were stupid and by the end of third year I knew exactly why she got us doing them um, you know she was the one teacher that noticed right from the start that I just wanted it so bad and I couldn't get over that that obsessive being perfect thing which is mm. where we all get trapped so she put a piece of charcoal in my left hand and she said, you're going to draw on this same piece of paper all year. But one, one you, piece of paper? One piece of paper all year with my left hand. And after every lesson, she made me rub the entire picture out. So I was left with this paper that just had these layers and layers and layers and layers of drawing on it. Um, and wow, that's that's one hell of a tough exercise. It was. It was like murdering my own work after every day. It was so tragic. But <laughs> at the end of it, at the end of it, I looked at it and I just thought to myself, I totally get it. I get it. You just got to do it. You got to get your hands dirty and play and not be mm. so obsessed with how the end product's going to be because it's all about the process. And that's from then on. This is how I come about my creation process now. It's all about the process. So it is honestly because of that teacher. If I didn't have her, honestly, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. So so how, how does that inform your current day practice? Because you're how many years post I am art school now? Five years post art school, I think. Okay, so yes. how does that particular thing that you learnt there inform what you do now and how you go about your process now mm. look when I turn up in the studio I think for me especially being a women a woman artist the one thing that I think that we get bound down with is all these expectations to just be busy and to not allow ourselves time to slow down and be grateful for the things that we've got instead it becomes so obsessive about getting to this final destination and I know for artists, you know, we're obsessed with getting to that final piece of work. But for me, what I've been able to do because of that is I think take a really big step back and appreciate that every single time I touch paint to paper or pen to paper or something, that's actually a moment in time that I've, I've mapped. 
Um, and it's a, a special moment in time where I've been able to slow down. And I think for me, my creation process is very much about giving myself permission to be an artist because how many times do we go through and how many people tell you, oh, you can't make money as an artist, you can't do that, that's just a hobby. And it's Mm. like I just want to like rip the heads off all of those people and just go, well, (laughs) stuff ya, I'm going to do it anyway. And so I think that's the way that I kind of come into all of my work. I start with that in mind and I just embrace every single thing that I put on paper. You know, it's it's getting to know you as I have through the Art, Actor, Art Activator program. Um, you know, you certainly, we know that you're one of the, the most valued extroverts that we have. <laughs> um, yeah. But what I, what I just blows me away about you is your energy level because, you know, you're a great example, I think, of someone that's holding down not just one job but two jobs. Uh, you're so hungry for that art experience and making it happen you're a real go-getter uh in in every sense i i'm asking this question because i think it's a really interesting well it's something i'm interested in is energy you know how how you your work is energetic your whole being is energetic how do you keep the energy up when you're balancing your whole working life and and your art Um, career i look i definitely think i take that back to my gymnastics background and it's just telling yourself like I just wake up every day and tell myself that I'm excited um I mean I anyone that you know that knows me will tell you that I'm just the ultimate optimist like I'll find a reason I'll find a reason to make anything positive because I just simply don't have time to be negative I just I I think it's a waste so so I just and I'm look I'm unsympathetic to to negative as well. I just, yeah. I seriously, I build myself a little brick wall and just go, well, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm I'm here and I've got things to do and I'm not going to let any negativity tarnish what I'm doing. So I just yeah. think it's a decision. It's honestly beautiful, a decision. Beautiful. I think I think that's a really interesting. Yeah, it's a really great thing to uh, for our listeners to perhaps. Uh, here um, for people that do struggle with some of those decisions and um, do find themselves getting stuck, not just in perfectionism, but, you know, avoidance or, um, you know, self-doubts or anything like that. It's really great to hear your energetic approach to things. I want to wind us back a little bit to your work specifically. Um, I'm wondering if you can describe your work to us for people that, that haven't heard or seen your work heard of you um and then let's talk about what you're going to have in the her story exhibition which is which is the exhibition that you're involved in with us uh in belmain sydney later in the year so tell us just describe your work if you could okay so i would describe my work as quite sculptural when i paint um I would describe my work very texturous um, and I guess my whole goal, look, abstract landscape is what I focus on, um, Mm -hmm. but I tend to find different ways of going about the abstract landscape. So the work that I've got in her story, um, the first series of of work that I've got is my Daily Grind series, which is a series that I started out of pure frustration of having to leave the studio and get in the car and go to work. 
I look, I would love to be making art all day, every day. And so that's what I just did. I built a contraption in the back of my car, um, mm -hmm. which mapped every single movement. The moment I got in the car, the lid would come off. And the moment the car would stop, I put the lid back on. So it's literally been 50, oh, 57 days straight. I haven't missed a day um, of mapping my movements. And I call it the daily grind because it is. It's basically just going from home to work or from home to the next thing or from home to the framers. And I've documented that along the way in this little journal with these drawings and it's like it's quite funny because I can look back over and go, oh, yeah, that was that Friday, the day my car broke down. Damn it. Like it's, I've got real <laughs> funny comments like all through this book and I was reading back through them. And anyway, so those little drawings that I've done separately to the work mm -hmm. informed mm -hmm. the next series, which mm -hmm. is my series called Soul Speaks. And it was amazing to me that, from my daily grind drawings, how landscape-like they were. Like, it was just incredible. Like, even though they're just movement drawings of driving, I could see the mountains and I could see roads and trees. And wow. so I used those to inform that Salt Speak series, which I actually did in oil pastel, which uh, has, has been so much fun to play around with because I just love getting my hands dirty. Uh, so, and is that is that part of what we will see at yes. her story exhibition? Yeah. Okay. And then I've got the final big work, um, which is a big, big landscape on paper, which is oil. Um, mm -hmm. And that one was the first one that I started, but it's been worked on over a series of about six months. So you'll see when you see that there's so many layers and it's just, it started from one thing and it went to the next thing. And I feel like this work's been going ever since the art activator has started. So it's actually my entire art activator journey oh. so far in one work. So Wow. That's a yes. thing. Yeah. So that one. Corinne, it's going to be exciting. so exciting. Yeah. It's really, I mean, your work is incredibly exciting. I think um, I love the creativity behind the thinking of bringing it together and how it, it is that sort of history. Um, mm. Obviously our exhibition title, Her Story, is a play on history uh, in some ways and you've got this really fantastically interesting way of documenting some of your story but through line and image. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Thank very, you. very interesting and very exciting. I, I really personally really love your work and... Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing it in this gallery space, you know, hanging on this wall. Yeah, it'll um, be exciting. <laughs> it'll be super exciting. And, again, just to let people know that um, all of our artists will be there at the opening night on December the 1st. And I'm sure that there will be people that will want to come and talk to you about the process because it's fascinating. And I'm, uh, being the gorgeous extrovert that you are, I know you're going gonna, gonna to eat that up. You're going to oh. love it. Yeah, come talk to me, guys. I love come meeting new people, <laughs> making new friends. That's my Why favorite. am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? <laughs> well, you've been an absolute um, delight uh, to have as an art activator uh, in the program and I'm really personally very thrilled to be uh, involved in bringing you onto a gallery wall in Sydney and celebrating that with you. Very quickly, I've got one more question because we've had your 15 minutes of fame, <laughs> but I've got one more question for you and it's okay. a biggie, I guess. See if you can answer this in a, in a sentence or two. Okay. Your dream, your dream 
for your art? What my dream for my art is really simple. I just want to make art. I don't want two jobs anymore. <laughs> Ooh, I just want yes. to make art. <laughs> got it. I got it. Oh, I love it. Okay. There we go. Checkmate. Very easy. <laughs> well, well, we'll be watching you and seeing, in fact, when that dream manifests because I wouldn't be surprised if that's, you know, closer than you, than you might even think. I'm Come not going and... anywhere. <laughs> go. Good on you. Thank you, Corinne Morrison, for being part of our podcast today. Uh, your 15 minutes of fame has been fascinating, interesting, delightful, as always. Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, sitting and hanging with you in the gallery, glass of champagne perhaps in our hands, celebrating your work. Yeah, we'll be there. And, um, again, you can come and see Corinne on the 1st of December. Uh, that's the evening of our opening night at the Belmain Space, 79 Beattie Street, Belmain in Sydney, all the details will be in the show notes. Uh, you can track us down. You can stalk us. You can find us. Herexhibition.com will be the website that you can RSVP and find out more um, from these lovely women, six women artists. We're going to have little video snippets of each of them. They've all been interviewed about their story and how that fits together with what we're all pulling together to support these uh, emerging Women, uh, they're all incredibly talented. Uh, it's a great honour to have them. Thanks again for being part of the podcast series, Corinne, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Okay. You. Okay. Bye for now. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're feeling really ready to jump into your creative life. If you'd like more information about my inspiring 12-week online program to seriously unblock your creative life, pop on over to my website, felicityoconnor.com, and go to the Work With Me page. If you're after a super-friendly, helpful community of creative people to hang out with, you must check out my amazing Facebook group called From The Easel and join hundreds of artists and creative people that have discovered that they don't have to take this journey alone.